Hey, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing uh, another video on our series talking about cognitive synchronicity. Uh, today's video we're going to be looking at the sensing functions and specifically how they can synchronize with one another. The sensing functions are known as extroverted sensing, also known as SE, and also introverted sensing, known as uh, SI. And uh, I'm going to try to keep these videos pretty short because there's not really a lot to say with them. So based on that, let's go ahead and dive right in. So uh, extroverted sensing and introverted sensing. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, these two functions, yes, they're half of the perceiving spectrum that's available to the human mind, but they can actually synchronize with each other pretty well. Um, but uh, before we do that, let's remind the audience of cognitive axes or you know multiple cognitive axes uh, so you have introverted sensing, and it's always linked to extroverted intuition. And you have extroverted sensing, and it's always linked to introverted intuition. Uh, they're always on an axis. It's like, uh, I see what other people are doing, so I know what I want to do. Or I know what I want to do, so I'm going to give these people an experience. Um, or I want to give these people an experience. Or I want to show them how to do something. Or what do you want me to do? Or... Um, uh, I'm doing this, so do you want to come with me and do what I'm doing, basically? And that's kind of how these uh, synchronicities come out uh, within our relationships or any human interaction, uh, specifically for these cognitive axes. But how do the functions themselves relate to each other? How does introverted sensing relate to extroverted sensing directly? Well... And when we're talking about compatibility, because we're going to be comparing how the types are compatible with each other in the very near future, uh, in order for us to actually discuss that properly, we have to know how the cognitive functions themselves fit with each other. So that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, let's look up here. Um, if you've ever, uh, you know, how you have uh, less than or greater than or equal to uh, operators... It's kind of what we have going up here. Um, so the introverted uh, function, introverted sensing, uh, it's always a source. Uh, introversion, as far as a cognitive function is concerned, it's always the source. An extroverted uh, cognitive function is always looking for the source when it comes to compatibility. So introverted sensing is aware of the experience that it's having, and extroverted sensing is seeking the experience that introverted sensing is having. So what does that mean? It means extroverted sensing is always trying to consume introverted sensing and vice versa. Uh, so introverted sensing is trying to be consumed by extroverted sensing. Why is this? Well, because introverted sensing knows what it tastes and uh, what it tastes like and what it's tasting, but extroverted sensing is trying to taste every possible experience that exists. It's trying to consume every possible experience or it's trying to give an experience uh, to others. So a great example of that, if you look at the types here that I have, the ESTJ and the ISTP. So the ESTJ has introverted sensing parent, right? Well, uh, ISTPs go very well in compatibility with ESTJs because their extroverted sensing parent is trying to consume the introverted sensing parent of the ESTJ. If this introverted sensing, if it was like introverted sensing demon or introverted sensing trickster, there would not be a very good relationship there. Well, why is that? Because extroverted sensing is seeking loyalty. 
Because remember, introverted sensing represents duty, loyalty, what a person should do. And extroverted sensing is trying to give a good experience to the SI user to make that SI user more loyal to the extroverted sensor, basically. Because if the introverted sensor of the, uh, the, if the SI user is receiving a good experience consistently from the extroverted sensor, in this case an ISTP, then uh, it will become loyal, naturally loyal and dutiful to the ISTP. And that's literally how this works. Extroverted sensing exists to etch the souls of others. And if it's a positive etching, if it's an etching that that soul enjoys, if they feel comfortable, the introverted sensor feels comfortable, uh, if they feel like it's a good experience or if it tastes good, they'll want to do it again. So that puts the ESTJ in this particular model loyal to the ISTP, and that's what the ISTP wants. The ISTP expects loyalty from others because of the positive contributions or the positive experiences it delivers to others with extroverted sensing. And this also is inclusive, like even in the bedroom, the extroverted sensor wants to deliver the ultimate experience to the introverted sensor, that's how it is. I mean, if you're in a relationship and you have two extroverted sensors at the same time, good luck. You're in for a world of hurt or you're missing out because the extroverted sensor gets off on the uh, sensations being received by the introverted sensor and they get, to get, they get off by all of the reactions that they're causing the introverted sensor to have. And that's what they like. Whereas the introverted sensor is just tasting. It's tasting and it's taking in the full experience and it's very enjoyable for the introverted sensor, right? So that's the difference. That's how these two functions are compatible. Extroverted sensing is always seeking to consume introverted sensing or etch introverted sensing or give experiences to introverted sensing, which creates loyalty, which creates duty, um, which gives it a good experience, basically. Um, uh, it, it can also create tradition. This is how tradition is actually created because extroverted sensors give an experience to introverted sensors. The introverted sensors like that experience, they remember that experience, and then they want to have repeats of that experience, so it creates traditions, little mini traditions at, at a micro level, and then eventually they become macro traditions like Christmas or... Um, uh, you know, like like celebrations, they're good experiences, right? And people want to have those same celebrations again. So they just create these traditions. That's why there's family traditions. That's why tradition exists. That's where tradition comes from. It comes from introverted sensing, remembering good experiences given to it by extroverted sensing. So when you're doing from a compatibility standpoint, you always want your introverted sensing and your extroverted sensing functions pretty close. So... Obviously, you want to be an SE user and an SI user in a relationship, right? So that would mean that in your ego, you would want extroverted sensing in one, and then the other ego, the other person, you would want introverted sensing. And that creates basic compatibility. That creates basic synchronicity. And that's how cognitive synchronicity works with the sensing functions. Uh, also, on the inverse side, sometimes introverted sensors like to lead on and experience new things. And sometimes extroverted sensors 
are not really sure about experiencing those new things, but because the introverted sensor has done it before already, the extroverted sensor ends up realizing that that's something that they want to do themselves because the introverted sensor has already figured out that that's something that they have or that that's something they're going to do or that's something they've already done, right? Because the introverted sensor already has experience with it, the introverted sensor is like, oh, hey, you know, I've already done this before. You can do it too. I've done this before. You can do it too. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I want to do that. I want to, I want to do that, you know? And that's really what, how that works in this, in this model. Uh, introverted sensors store those experiences, they store those memories, and then they could tell the extroverted sensor, hey, this is how I did it, do it just like the way I did it, and then you'll be successful. And then the extroverted sensor no longer feels uncomfortable, and then they realize that that's what they want to do such as the way of cognitive synchronicity or cognitive compatibility of the sensing functions. So, a little bit short video, but that's as best as I can explain it for cognitive synchronicity for this one. If you found this video educational or helpful, please leave a like or subscribe. If you have any questions about the sensing functions and their cognitive synchronicity or compatibility, go ahead and leave it in the comment section. I'll do my best uh, to answer it. If you're an extroverted sensing user, uh, please uh, post some experiences that you've given other people, even if they don't want to. Sometimes you can force those experiences on others. Or if you're an introverted sensor, please post some experiences that you've had, and then you've helped other people have those same experiences that you've done. That'd be pretty awesome. So anyway, I'm going to be doing a few more videos uh, today. So I'll see you guys tonight.